0: Hi, I'm Eliza Skinner, and welcome to Get Your Cry On, uh, the brand new podcast where we talk about moments in TV, film, and entertainment, whatnot, that make you cry. Uh, My very first guest is uh, a wonderful guest. I'm really excited that she's here. Uh, I'm proud to introduce Miss Starley Kine from uh, This American Life and all kinds of amazing things. Thanks for being here. No problem. Um, What was the first time that you remember feeling like uh you were getting choked up in a
1: movie or a tv show i think um when i was little never ending story oh yeah was very big one you saw that you've seen that right oh absolutely yeah i feel like that's the first time i can remember crying so hard that i didn't think i was going to like make it through or survive was that in the movie theater that Yeah, that was in the movie theater. And, I mean, when the horse died, we all know. We, yeah. we don't even need... They know, right? Um, <laughs> well, in case they don't, what's what's the moment? Well, I mean, it's about it's when the horse gets overcome by... When he succumbs to the swamp of sadness. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so deep. It's such a deep... I mean, I feel like to, to cry to that means that I was crying to... Not that I was deep, but what the scene's about is so is so fundamental to being a human being that I feel like it was triggering. They're going a long distance, and they have to go over the swamp, and it's about giving up hope. Like, the only way you make it through is if you don't give up hope, you have to believe you're going to get to the other side, and it's going to get better. And it's, like, just so heavy. It's about depression, right? And, like, losing sight of hope. And the horse gives in, he loses hope. Come on. What's the matter? What's wrong? Come on, what? What's the matter?
0: I understand.
1: It's too difficult for you. Come on! Turn around! You have... looking back I feel like I connected to it so much and did not think I was going to be okay again and then when it came out on cable I taped it like I would tape movies off cable mm-hmm. and then we had two VCRs and I edited it out of the, so you my, could watch the movie without that yeah, part yeah
0: yeah I feel like um for a kid like the whole idea of of catharsis and having there be some sort of release is lost on kids because you haven't
1: built up all this stuff you need to release. It's just sad. Well that I feel like because it's not the same thing. Like I feel like that kind of scene there's no cathartic moment. It doesn't feel cathartic to cry. It's just devastating and you finish crying and you still feel devastated because the horse is still dead and 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 there's no hope for anyone. Like the whole movie is engineered to make you feel like there's why go on and so I don't feel like it's the same as cathartic crying as another like a rom-com cry is a cathartic cry and then we can yeah the other thing that made me devastated when I was little was the movie cocoon oh yeah yeah like I yeah that made me really uncomfortable when I was a kid it made me really sad and it was another scene I had edited out because it was there's a scene when there's like an Bernie, his name's Bernie. Mm-hmm. I named, I later had a pet duck, and it, I even hate saying that because it makes me seem so <laughs> Blossom, quirky. And if anyone's like, maybe <laughs> the people The fear have, of every 90s girl. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I feel like when you're just a, if people only know you by your voice, like, maybe there have been people who have pictured me as Blossom. And yeah. I, big I, hat with not a lot the, of flowers on it. Yeah. She's not wearing a big hat. Uh, there are no flowers. And it was a very serious endeavor, having this pet duck. It wasn't, <laughs> it was I wasn't trying to be quirky saw him in the mall, took him home, and they named him Bernie. But it was after this old man in cocoon because they're all old. And right, except well, Steve Gutenberg, right? Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. He was always kind of born. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Was he ever young? Yeah, has he's always been the same age? Yeah,
1: yeah. He, but there's there was this one man whose wife didn't want to do it. Do you remember? Yes. Uh-huh. So like, they all become young, and then she said she thinks it's like. Like you're she, supposed to be the age that you are, yeah, something like that. And and maybe she's a maybe she's like a Christian Scientist or something. I don't know, but she like you're supposed to be the same your age you are. And she thinks there's something like this it it, it can't lead to anything good, and so she doesn't do it. And then she dies. And then he takes her body into the pool, the magic swimming pool, and he's just holding her and he's trying to put, splash water on her face to make it so that she could have the youth. And it's and it's weird to be a little kid and be that it gets so it was so I mean we were at the t- complete different ends of the spectrum of ages like this was the end of life and I was really young and i, I, I him I could not handle his face and I, and I, I could not handle the little splashing and I thought about it all I think about it I maybe think about it every time I still go in a pool now wow but I couldn't and I, it was like and I could' not and I loved cocoon because who didn't yeah. and so I had to edit that out so I could watch him. Wow, I love that you had a workaround for. that Yeah, you would just like take those yeah. parts out. I also would sometimes take out endings that I thought were the wrong ending. Just like, like they made it, they fucked up. <laughs> they messed up, and so they. I, yeah. So you just. E.T. I just did actual editing, but um, uh-huh. but yeah, I did it. But I remember also when I was little, I was obsessed with ET, and. I saw it 20 times in the movie theater. I was obsessed with E.T. also. I joined the E.T. fan club
0: Mm -hmm. um, where I got a pledge where I had to say that I would be true to E.T. forever. Mm -hmm. And I got a backstage pass. For what? I did not notice that question until I was maybe at least in middle school, if not high school. I would carry it in my wallet. (laughs) Like, well, when E.T. goes on
1: tour again, guess who's (laughs) getting backstage? (laughs) As though he's an actual person. Yeah. Not only an actual person, but a performer. Yeah, exactly. A professional performer. Yeah.
0: I think my realization was in different levels where I was like, oh, you know what? He never did tour. It was always just like audio.
1: Wait, nope, nope. No, he's not real either. right. That's really, I'm wondering if I had that. I had so much E.T. stuff. So much E.T. stuff. And I saw it in the theater. So, I mean, I remember, cause we, I remember when we were like, and 20. Like, we <laughs> spent the summer. And my mom would, like, take us. And it was very, like, I don't know. It always reminds me of Purple Rosa Cairo. Like, her going. She loved taking us to the movie theater. But she cried every time except for the 20th time. And she... Like, I remember she was, like, she did not cry that time, and then she was, like, we're we're done. Like, we can't—even Like even I'm not crying anymore. But I think I knew that she cried—I knew she cried, and so I refused to cry, so I didn't cry ever during E.T. And I would sit there and, like, be so enchanted by it, but never cry because my mom was doing it, and I didn't want did to. Did you feel like you wanted to, or you just, like, didn't let even let yourself get there? I didn't let—I guess I didn't let myself get there, but it's weird because I was so into it. Like, I— I thought I was, like, I dressed like Elliot for the entire summer in LA. It was super hot. And I mean, everything. Just single that red hooded
0: sweatshirt every day, sweating through it.
1: Yeah, and, like, I didn't know what thermals were because I grew up in LA, so I didn't actually know you would have a need for layers or uh-huh. warmth. And so I would, I went and, like, I had, like, a my karate. I got to karate classes and I would wear the karate outfit underneath the red sweatshirt because I was like that is white that's probably what he's wearing (laughs) like I had no idea what thermals were really and then somehow my adult parents my mother who grew up in Chicago was like I don't know what that is (laughs) I don't know how no one corrected me but I was like I guess I'm totally where I totally got it very authentic but I I do remember that I resisted I refused to cry during E. T. Huh. And it was a lot of
0: crying. See, I th- I think I must not have cried during it. I was fascinated with it and, uh, and fascinated with um, Gremlins also, just mm-hmm. any kind of thing that produced a big emotion, but yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I think edited that. Too, yeah, you know? but I didn't cry in any of them. I didn't cry until Gorillas in the Mist. Oh, huh. well, because yeah. it's. Because it's sad gorillas. (laughs) Does the gorilla die? i never seen it. No, uh, but there's a moment where um, Sigourney Weaver has been, like, working with these gorillas and then people take them away and there's, like, a little baby gorilla and he's in a cage and he's, like, reaching out to Sigourney Weaver, like, don't let them take me. And I was like, oh, no. And that was was the first one I cried in.
1: Don't you think when they make the monkey movies, I mean, that's the whole point, they're just doing it because they know how we feel? I, I feel like you, like, don't trust... The emotional manipulation. In it, it depends on what the movie is. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, Never Ending Story. They knew when they when the horse dies in the swamp of sadness, they know that that's the scene. Like I didn't have to tell you what that scene was. You know what it was. But normally, I feel you can tell. Like I did. You see that movie? Doubt right now, uh, it's Alfred Molina and. John oh no! Lethgal. I really want to. Yeah. Um, so they're two men and, and they're in love. Married. And yeah. They can't be together. Yeah. But um, well, I can give a spoiler. <laughs> There's something that happens in that movie that when it happens, and like, and I did it. Like I cried, cried. Like I was sitting mm-hmm. there, totally crying. But as I was crying, I was like, "This is not necessary. This did not have to happen. The only reason this is happening is because you want us to feel sad, mm-hmm. and you think it's going to make the movie deeper if you put this in." When actually, it makes it less deep. Like it's a, I think a flaw of the film. But even though I was. Like, my body reacted to it. Like, I did what I was supposed to do, like a good soldier. But <laughs> it, there's just no way around it that you're just like, oh, it's m- emotionally manipulative. And I don't think it's always the case with crying. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes I get annoyed with how ham-fisted it is. Um, like, in
0: uh, Amistad. When the, I uh, well, it's a comedy, um, right? <laughs> yeah, so it's mostly hilarious, mm-hmm. but um, it's a trial of uh, uh, regarding a slave ship, and there's a point where someone is recounting his story on on the ship, and the music just swells in, like, ah, oh, this is so sad, and I feel like, yeah, uh, Spielberg, I got that that was sad. I wasn't gonna be like. Oh real oh is this a sad store? Oh thank you. Thanks for giving me the music cue. Now I get it. Right. Like that kind of thing I find offensive, but um or just annoying, but there's I mean they plan jokes in movies to make us feel to make us laugh. It's like different like kind of like releasing different sorts of tensions. So I don't totally mind. It depends on what kind of movie that, don't you think? I love the uh the little moments of sadness in a non-sad movie. Mm-hmm. Um like the last one that got me was um Guardians of the Galaxy. Like the tree? Yeah, yeah the tree. Yeah. Um, and also when they just all hold hands. When do they all hold hands? Um, when uh, Star Lord, this is all spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Um, When the Star Lord gets the, the crystal and he's holding it and it's killing
1: him and then they're like, we're going to hold
0: hands with you so it doesn't
1: kill you. And I'm like, friends. Like but that, that was meant to do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, everything, yeah. I feel like that movie, it was so orchestrated, especially the tree. Oh, yeah. And I feel like, yeah, it's true. I mean, but they're not even. But they're not. It's not a sad moment when they're holding hands. It's a happy. It's a. It's a team moment. Because mm-hmm. I feel like in that movie, the tree was obviously supposed to be the sad moment, right? And it was something when I watched it where I could feel myself holding back from. It was so obvious that the tree thing was supposed to be like ah, and then when you see it at the end, it went into little. Sapling mm-hmm. and i actually like I couldn't give myself fully over to it because I could tell how it was such a product of all these other times, and we have felt that yeah, and they and it wasn't like a I liked it, and it wasn't like a super cynical movie, but I did feel it did feel very like they 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 they, they hadn't given the blueprint to our heart. Yeah, strings like they knew all the subway lines to our heartstrings.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't feel it so much when the the tree died. Um, spoiler, uh, but it doesn't how, die. Well, yeah,
1: okay, it's, it's gonna have a sequel, you know. Well, they don't exactly. spoilers.
0: Well, and so it was. Uh, it was how upset the raccoon was because I was yeah. like, oh, the raccoon, that was his guy, that was his only guy. I know, no one else gets through like that guy. And yeah, it was.
1: But okay, so you don't. Uh, I love, of course, like the wreck, it was his guy and he, his, he was trying so hard not to feel love and he didn't believe that he was good enough to be loved. And, and the tree was the only thing that it had ever loved him for who he was. All that, of course. But there was something where I was like, yeah, but they, they know how we react to this because they've also grown up with the same movies that we've had. Mm-hmm. And so, how, how, so you, you, how do you feel about that? I feel like maybe it's inevitable. But I think I actually want it to be so over the top then. Like a dancer in the dark thing where you're just... Pummeled with it. It's just ridiculous. Or or Parenthood, the show Parenthood, Mm -hmm. which I think is just made to make people cry. And there's (laughs) jokes about it and I see it. And like that, the weird scientific formula that is that show where they just make you... Like I've sobbed over that show without caring about the characters. Like... And I don't know how they get that, but it seems like it's so overt that they're just going from one scene to make you cry to the next scene to make you cry and the next scene to make you cry. And I feel like if it's going to work on me, I need it to be that in my face or it needs to be super surprising, um, the sad thing. And usually I think the surprising sad stuff is only about our own baggage, right? Like it's just like suddenly we're crying and... It doesn't make any sense why because it's not that sad because it just tapped into some button that you had installed years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel about the fact that uh, Parenthood gets you? I'm like I'm fascinated by it. Honestly, like really? I think it's the only reason I'm still watching the show because I'm like I don't understand it. <laughs> like, I don't think it's.
0: Like you don't understand. Uh, what do you not understand like why people are watching it? Or... No why
1: I'm so affected by it. Oh, like okay. I get like I'm telling you I, I sob <laughs> sob by myself.
0: all the characters or is there like one character? That's...
1: kind of all the characters and even the ones that I don't care about, I will cry about. That's what I'm saying is I don't understand. I do not get how this is possible. Like the reaction is so disproportionate to my critical feelings for the show. And it doesn't matter what time of day. It doesn't matter what's happening in my life. Like I'll, t- I've tried it watching in the afternoon. I've tried walking in the evening. I've tried watching it while I'm cleaning my house, not even watching it, and I'll still just be like, <gasps> <sighs> like so, so, so upset, like wow. real crying, not even just like just actually like, like, like making noises and c- yeah, crying, sobbing, weeping. And I don't. There was a character who got cancer, who was like the most minor character, and and she was friends with a major character who was a really annoying character. And then they had, like, a scene where they were saying goodbye, and I was just like, oh, my, I don't know what to do. <laughs> do you have a specific Parenthood? It's <sighs> so uncool. I'm just about to seem I like I love how uncool it is. I,
0: I think I, that's, like, so, I think that's so cool <laughs> and relatable.
1: I feel like there's a lot of, there are, I feel like a lot of people make jokes about how Parenthood just, um, like, maybe the cancer scene or, no, cancer but I feel announcement? like. announcement? Or maybe. Oh, I'm
0: getting Parenthood cancer scene comes right up <laughs> when I write it here. Sure. You can
1: do the cancer announcement or Amber's breakup. I hated that breakup though. Okay. This one'll be good. Christina tells the family. Okay. Hattie's come home from college. It's a surprise. Hey. Oh, what are you doing? Wait. Did you guys know she was coming? Hey. Hey. are <laughs> So they're all like gathered together. What are do you doing? Just <laughs> kind of you know.
0: Nope. Good. I like being happy. with. <laughs> <laughs> Seems alien. Yeah. Hey, um, honey, can you take some kids to play a video games? Yeah. Um, hey, you wanna go to the arcade? Come on, yeah. It'll be fun. Come on, guys. Let's arcade it up. Let's
1: go play some games. I'm you. Tells it silently.
0: We <laughs> yeah. just see them all
1: reacting to it yeah. without hearing what she's saying,
0: but we just yeah. Know.
1: But that's why the show is crazy because it can make you cry over a scene like this where there's just like ten lines said. So did this one when I played this? Did this? Did no, it, it, didn't, it doesn't it didn't get work. you there. Well, for, I guess it doesn't work on <laughs> other people. Oh yeah, but um, but no, it doesn't. I mean, because Christina, when I, it's what I'm saying about the show is everyone, all the characters are so irritating to me. So I don't understand how it has the effect it does because, like, when I see that, it looks ridiculous the music is so over the top Christina's really she milks it like she just like <laughs> they really um, and so I, yeah I don't know yeah but it is weird because I don't it, it's and it can't just because it's a soap opera because all the shows are a soap opera and I'm, other shows aren't doing that to me I wonder if it has
0: better music
1: I'm, but I usually get mad when the music happens. Yeah. Because I'm super aware of the music. Yeah. And people always say this morning life does emotionally <laughs> manipulate the music. <laughs> so you're on the lookout for it? Yeah. I'm not a fan of the sweeping. like, I don't, I think it's family. I think yeah. it's because it's family. And I think that might be a. Um, That's your thing? Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's, it's
0: friend stuff. It's like, th- yeah. Th- things that are like, those people like each other. That's the happy crying. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, or, I mean, I, 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 I don't know how much I differentiate. My um, really pathetic crying, like when I'm just sitting in my office and like, mm, I got nothing to do, what if I poked my emotion brain a little bit, um, is watching um, music videos of country songs mm. that I'm like, this is terrible. This is so terrible. And that guy misses his dad so much. Any country song just the set like I'll look up lists of sad country songs and I I, I want mm-hmm. it to be like no only the classic really good ones but it can be like a new thing about baby shoes mm-hmm. or something terrible and I'm like give it to me sure I love it and it, I'm not proud of it it's just the dumbest thing ever but I feel like it's like clearing the pipes somehow mm-hmm. <laughs> emotionally sometimes I'm just like I need to do it Um, So we want to end with a a happy moment, Um, Mm -hmm. something that's given you just like a surge of like, yay, from movies, TV. For me, for instance, uh, like the end of The Breakfast Club, I'm going to get that little Mm -hmm. fist. Mm -hmm. I'm
1: like, yeah. Really? Yeah. Even when you watch it now? Oh, yeah. Uh, Well, I'm
0: a little, I'm like, yeah.
1: I'm old. No, yeah. It still does it. Boyhood. Boyhood like made me feel like, oh, so I guess we're done. No <laughs> one needs to make anything else. <laughs> we're just done, because they, unless it's going to, like, do even more than this. Yeah, like Manhood. We finished. Yeah. Only manhood but,
0: sounds like it's going to be about a dick.
1: Yeah. Uh, did you see Boyhood?
0: I did, yeah. Do you like it? I did. I I mean, of course, with me, I, I'm, I'm such a little critic, but, like, the parts that I didn't like
1: stand out. No, but see, this is the thing about that movie. <laughs> I really feel strongly that the thing about that movie is... Um, Seeing it as a whole? I don't understand what everyone's problem is. Like, to me, <laughs> to me, like I'm so critical, and like I'll get upset if I get like if one scene is like incongruous or doesn't make any sense or feels false. I get crazy, except for that movie, because I find it. There's so many people who like other movies, and somehow with Boyhood, they decide to get all nitpicky, and I'm like, oh, he only reinvented the form. And now we're gonna suddenly be like, I didn't like it when the second husband was. I just feel like it's the weirdest. I've talked to so many people who critique it, and I'm amazed because it is mind blowing to me. Well, I loved it. I don't. I felt like I would see things that normally I'd be like, "Eh, I don't don't like that part. I don't like that part. And I could feel my brain reject, actually having a like Like, allergic reaction to the critical part. My brain was just like spitting out critique because it, it was. I was so overloaded with. Like how impressive it is, it it really. That movie
0: I, is your the one. That's I, your I, your special.
1: Yeah, but, you
0: can marry that movie.
1: I think we all should. I think it's so <laughs> great. But yeah, I think that actually is the one that made it feel like I felt a physical. It was a, It was the same as crying, but opposite because it was as an intense a surge visceral. Of yeah, and I didn't. I don't think I cried in it. Yeah. Well, thank okay. you so
0: much for being here. You're welcome. Um, you've got a new radio show coming out, right? I do. And what is it? I'm going to be
1: solving people's mysteries. Like
0: small mysteries? Big mysteries? In between?
1: Yeah. I think they're big, but people, I feel like whenever I describe the mysteries, they're like, oh, small mysteries. And I'm like, okay. But I feel, yeah, people's, like, I'm not going to solve, um, like, I'm not going to tell you where Jimmy is buried. I'm not going to solve one that people, that people have been trying to solve for a long time and can't solve. I mean, maybe they can, but I'm not going to be the one to do it. But, um, yeah, like, I guess personal mysteries. Mm-hmm. And what, do you have a name for it or is that secret? Mystery Show. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty straightforward. <laughs> cool. That's the working title, but I feel like it,
0: yeah. So keep, uh, keep an ear out for Mystery Show.
1: Yeah, or they can tell me their mysteries. Oh, okay. But I how might do, reject them. How do they do that? That's a good question. <laughs> keep an ear out for how to tell you about that. Tweet at me. And, and, uh, yeah. But I'm not going to say yes to all of them. Maybe I'll say no. And maybe I'll say nothing. (laughs) But I'll try to say something. So what's your
0: Twitter address? Kine. Again, very straightforward. Yeah. All right. Thanks. MaximumFun.org.
1: Comedy and culture. Artist owned.
0: Listener supported.